And from his virtues in the hadith of the Prophet and in the Sahih hadith, قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لأبي بن كعب that he said to أبي بن كعب رضي الله عنه إن الله أمرني أن أقرأ عليك لم يكن الذين كفروا قال وسماني لك قال نعم فبكى that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said to أبي بن كعب he said Allah سبحانه وتعالى has ordered me to read to you لم يكن للذين كفروا يعني هذه الصورة and Ubayy ibn Ka'b, what did he say? He said, did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention me by my name? He said, yes. And then he started to cry. For this is from the fadail of, from the virtues of, of Ubayy ibn Ka'b. And this goes to show that there is benefit in listening to the Qur'an from other people, subhanahu Even the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he's mentioned that I like to hear it from other than myself. لم يكن الذين كفروا من أهل الكتاب والمشركين منفكين حتى تأتيهم البينة. فهذه الصورة سبحان الله. A lot of people, يعني a lot of Muslims these days, they need to understand it. سبحان الله. Particularly living in this country, سبحان الله, where they have, سبحان الله, they have blurred the borders between الكفر والإيمان. And and calls that come out these days, يعني the the Abrahamic religions. Or the interfaith, or we are one and we all believe in the one God. This surah is is a refutation to these people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا That means, لَمْ يَكُنِ The difference between لَمْ and لَنْ لَمْ is in, is in the past. لَمْ is in the past. لَنْ is in the future. Yes? Lan, that means you're negating something that you're going to do in the future. But when you say lam, that means you've negated something that has happened in, in the past. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Lam yakunil ladina kafaru. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala classifies them as what? As kuffar. The kuffar of the Yahud, the kuffar of the Nasara, the kuffar of the Mushrikin. Lam yakunil ladina kafaru min ahlil kitab. For the ways from ahlil kitab, they are, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said here, they are kuffar. They are kuffar. They have disbelieved in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they have disbelieved in, in the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called them kuffar, who are we to come along and call them our brothers and our sisters? Wal'iyadhu billah. 
They are our brothers and our sisters and they disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they, they claim that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has a son. Billah. And these are our brothers and our sisters. Where has the aqidah gone? Where has the tawheed gone? Where is al-wala wal-bara gone? Nasallallahu as-salamu al-afiyah. Lam yakun illadhina kafaru min ahli al-kitab. And they were called ahli al-kitab because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them a kitab. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them a kitab. For the Yahud had the Torah and the Nasara had, had the Injil. And subhanAllah, they were called Ahl al-Kitab because subhanAllah, their scriptures, their, their kutub, were still yani, intact at the time that the Prophet wasallam was sent. Intact, yani, you could, they would still call it Tawrat and they would still call it Al-Injil, although it had subhanAllah what? It had Tahrif and it had Tabdeel and it had Taghir. It had Tahrif, which is the distortion. And it had subhanAllah replacement, which is a Tabdeel. And it had subhanAllah a Taghir where they changed subhanAllah. For although subhanAllah it had all these all these corruptions within it, it was still called a Tawrat and it was still called Al Injil. Wal Mushrikin, Ahlul Kitab, Wal Mushrikin. And Al Mushrikin, these are all what? They all fall under the banner of Kuffar, yes? Who are Al Mushrikin? Abadatul Awthan, the ones who worship the idols. The ones who worship the idols. And how many were there? Yani Quraysh, all of Quraysh in Mecca were from Al Mushrikin. Most of them were from Al Mushrikin. They used to worship their idols. This is what al-mushrikeen were. And whatever nation they were at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, when the Prophet ﷺ came, if they were worshipping idols, they were considered as, as mushrikeen, whether they were from Quraysh or they were from Al-Furs or whether they were from Ar-Rum or they were from whichever nation they were. And amongst the Yahud and the Nasara, they were mushrikeen. But why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specify the mushrikeen? Is because the mushrikeen did not have a kitab, Samawi, which they were following. So he separated them in, the, in their mention. Munfakkeen, this is... This is the key word, yes? Munfakkin, the Arabs would say, فَكَكْتُ فَنْفَكَّ It literally means to, to detach something or to part something or to separate something. The kuffar from Ahlul Kitab and from the Mushrikeen, they were not going to part and they were not going to separate and they were not going to leave behind their kufr and their shirk until something happened. For subhanAllah, if this thing hadn't happened, then year after year, all they would have increased in is his kufr. Is kufr and shirk. For they were not going to leave and depart from their kufr. The, the Ahlul Kitab and the Mushrikeen. They were not going to depart. They were not going to leave their kufr. Until the bayina comes to them. What's al bayina? The Mufassirun, they had a definition for it. They said everything which the truth is made apparent with is a bayina. Whatever you use to make the truth apparent and known to people, this is a bayina. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in the hadith, he said, al-bayyina ala al-mudda'i. If I have an argument with someone, I مثلاً, accuse someone of doing something, what do I need to come with? I need to come with the bayyina, I need to come with the proof, and I need to come with the evidence. And in, in legal terms, this is called the plaintiff. The plaintiff is the one who is raising the qadiyya, raising the issue. For this is what al-bayyina is here. Al-bayyina hatta ta'tiyahum al-bayyina. When the clear evidence, when the hujja comes to them, when the hujja comes to them. And in the next ayah, we'll find out what this bayina is. What is this bayina? I'm going to think about this as we come to the next ayah. That Imam al-Baghawi, he said that this is referring, this ayah is referring to those who believe from Ahlul Kitab and al-Mushrikeen. For when the bayina came to them, then what? They infakku. They departed, they left their kufr and they left behind their, their shirk. لم يكن الذين كفروا من أهل الكتاب والمشركين منفكين حتى 
hatta ta'tiyahum al-bayyina rasulun min Allah yatlu suhufan mutahhara this is the bayyina this is the hujja that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent rasulun min Allah yatlu suhufan mutahhara essentially the, that Allah sent the prophet and with him he sent the quran this is the bayyina the rasul yani referring to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam rasulun min Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who sent him. Rasulun min Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lil'alameen. To all of, all of the alameen. Not just the ins. The jinn as well. And he sent him as a bashir and as a nadhir. He sent him as a bashir and he sent him as a nadhir. For if the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, all he gave us was bushra of jannah, then what? We would never fear the hellfire. And if all he gave us was nadhir and be careful of the hellfire, then we would never what? have any hope in the Jannah. For he is a Bashir and he is a Nadir to all of the Alameen. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa, وَأَرْسَلْنَاكَ لِلنَّاسِ رَسُولًا And we sent you to all of the people as a, as a Rasul. That means to all of mankind. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the beginning of Surah Al-Furqan, تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي نَزَّلَ الْفُرْقَانَ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down the Furqan. لِيَكُونَ لِلْعَالَمِينَ نَذِيرًا الْعَالَمِينَ عَالَمِ الْإِنسِ وَعَالَمِ الْجِنِّ لِلْعَالَمِينَ نَذِيرًا as a warning to them يَتْلُو يعني recites that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he recites these صُحُفًا مُطَهَّرًا he recites them يَتْلُو for the benefit of himself and for the benefit of of others and subhanallah the zahir from this when you join between the other ayat and between the other hadith where the Prophet is being described as an ummi that he is unlettered he does not read and he does not write then this tilawa is what an zahri qalb is an zahri qalb yani he would memorize it sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he would recite it from his from his memorization sallallahu wa sallam and then suhuf Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the Quran as suhuf Suhufan mutahhara. Suhuf which are mutahhara. Before in Abasa wa Tawalla, if you remember, fi suhufin mukarrama marfu'atin mutahhara. And when we looked at the tafsir of, of suhuf, we said that it can mean two things. The suhuf that we know, where the Quran is written down, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, inna hadha lafi suhuf al-ula wherever the books of Allah are written down. As Ibn Uthaymin said, whether it's on paper, whether it's on a tablet, whether it's on rock, whether it's on leather, whether this is all regarded as as a suhuf, where the Quran is written down. But this is evidence that even in the times of the Prophet wasallam, they would write down the Quran. But the main method of preservation was what? Was the memorization. And then the second qawl is what? The second qawl is referring to the lawh al-mahfuz. That means it is written down in Allah al-Mahfuz. And both of these are correct. Both of these are correct. It carries both of these meanings. For the Quran is written down in Allah al-Mahfuz, the original copy, and then it is transcribed. It is transcribed and given to the Prophet ﷺ, and it may subsequently be written down on the paper or the tablet or the rock or the stone or the leather or whatever the medium of writing down the Mus'haf may be. Mutahara. Mutahara means what? Pure, yes? What is the thing that corrupts this suhuf? We just mentioned what happened to the books of Ahlul Kitab. Additions and subtractions and changing, yes? Mutahara, it is purified from these things. And also purified, subhanAllah, from containing any shirk or containing any bid'ah or, or containing hypocrisy or containing batil, yani falsehood. Pure from containing dalal and misguidance. For it is purified from all of these things. Fiya kutubun Within these suhuf, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us are mutahara, fiha. 
يعني ذي الصحف فيها كتب قيمة and subhanallah you may know kitab as being what a book and what's the plural of book كتب فهي the كتب is not referring to the actual book يعني it contains books within it this book contains books فيها كتب قيمة that means written within these within within the صحف are these مكتوبات are these مكتوبات which are قيمة these مكتوبات the things which are written which are قيمة so what's written inside the in the صحف is the kutub, the maktubat, the things which are written, which are qayyima. And if you want to understand qayyima, read the ayah, إِنَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ يَهْدِي لِلَّتِي هِيَ أَقْوَمْ That this Qur'an, يَهْدِي, guides you to everything which is aqwam. Qayyima and aqwam, similar in meaning. That means this is upright. It is upright and it is the truth and it is precise and it is correct. This is what qayyima means. So the Quran guides you and leads you to everything which is upright and correct and precise. And this is what qayyima means. And subhanallah, if you were to look inside the Quran, is there anything that is not qayyim in the Quran? For you learn about the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is this not qayyim? This is qayyim. You learn about the praise of Allah to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is qayyim. You learn about the description of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is this is qayyim. You learn about the legislations which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in the Quran, the salat and the zakat and the siyam and the hajj. It is qayyim. It is upright and it is correct. For subhanallah, as they said, qayyimun binafsihi. Qayyimun binafsihi. It is subhanallah upright within itself and muqimun lighayrihi. For if you were to recite the Quran and you were to implement the Quran, what would that make you? That would make you upright and it would make you upon the haqq and it would make you, subhanallah, speak the truth. And it will make you rule by the, the adl. Yani it will make you rule with, with justice. Qayyim bi nafsi wa qiyimun li ghayrihi. Wa ma tafarraqa alladhina utu al-kitaba illa min baadi ma jaaathum al-bayyina. So if the Jews and the Christians and the, the mushrikeen, they were not going to believe until the bayyina came to them, then this ayah now tells you what was the result when the bayyina came. Yes, what happened? وَمَا تَفَرَّقَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَةِ When the bayyina جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَةِ The bayyina came, the Prophet وسلم came, the Qur'an was revealed, the hujjah was established. What happened to them? تَفَرَّقُوا They differed. Before they were متفقين على الكفر والشرك. They were upon consensus upon their shirk and their kufr. And then they differed. Some of them believed, some of them disbelieved. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, he says, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ تَفَرَّقُوا وَاخْتَلَفُوا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتِ Don't be like those who تَفَرَّقُوا After the bayinat, اختلفوا They differed amongst themselves. And then they split apart. After what? After the bayinat came. For what does this tell us? That with the bayinat are there, the clear hujaj and the evidences, then we have no reason to what? We have no reason to differ and we have no reason to split. Because the bayinat is there. Kitabullah and the Sunnah of the Rasulullah is there. But from the Christians, the, the, yani the prominent Christians who accepted the Bayina and accepted the Haqq, was an Najashi. Was an Najashi, Malik al Habasha, the king of Abyssinia. And we know the story of al Najashi. He accepted Islam. And the Prophet وسلم, he prayed the Janazah al Ghaib yani in his absence. We don't say he was a Sahabi because he did not. He did not see and he did not meet the Rasul. But he accepted the message of. Of the Rasul. And from the Yahud, also ones, yani very few, but they accepted Islam. Abdullah ibn Salam, radiyallahu anhu. We say radiyallahu anhu, he was from the Yahud and he accepted Islam. And also from the Mushrikeen who accepted as well, who accepted the, the Bayina. 
For how many of the Sahaba were mushrikeen before they accepted? From Quraysh and from other than, from other than Quraysh as well. They accepted the bayina. And then others did not accept the bayina and they stayed upon their kufr and they stayed upon their shirk and they stayed upon their dalat. As Sheikh ibn Uthaymin he said, the person from amongst these people who was actually looking for the khair and in their heart they were looking for the truth and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saw the truth and he saw the, the sincerity in their hearts, he gave them the tawfiq to, to accept the haq and to accept the bayina. And if you'll notice here, وَمَا تَفَرَّقَ Read the ayah, وَمَا تَفَرَّقَ الَّذِينَ are the mushrikeen mentioned in this ayah? So why didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention the mushrikeen in this ayah? Al-Imam Al-Qurtubi subhanallah, he, he sums it up beautifully. Yani Ahlul Kitab were specified in their mention because subhanallah they had their kutub. They had their kutub. And what did their kutub tell them? That there is a prophet that is coming. So when they differed, what did they differ about? They differed about who that prophet is. And they were still waiting for their for their prophet. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in, in Surah Al-Saf, وَمُبَشِّرًا بِرَسُولٍ يَأْتِي مِنْ بَعْدِ إِسْمُهُ أَحْمَدٍ For the Isa alayhi salam specifically gave them Abishar. That there is a, a Nabi that is going to come after me and his name is, his name is Ahmad. فَهِنَّ ذِي يَهُودَ أَنَّ نَصَارَ They knew that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was coming. And what happened? They still differed. That those who didn't have a kitab from the mushrikeen, Yani it is more likely that they will that they will differ because they didn't have a kitab that they were following. Inshallah next week bi we'll finish the surah subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika shadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu